All right, so we are here with episode one of Upfront. Now, Adam, what what does Upfront mean to you? Like, what is the point of Upfront? The point of Upfront is where we just get real. We we just stay upfront about a lot of different issues, and issues we want to focus on are things such as you know volunteers in a church or leadership in a church. We want to get real. We want to get up front. We want to talk about Christianity in the world today. We just, we get, uh... <laughs> this is, this is going to be great. No, no, this is all staying in Adam, because this is the part that people get entertained by is when people stumble over their words and they're just like, Oh, they're a human like me. They messed up too. I feel but like yeah. DC talk over here. You know, what I'm... if I stumble? What if I fall? Oh, Hey, no, no, no. Copyright. Copyright. We got to watch out oh, for that. Oh, kind of sorry. Stuff. Yeah. yeah look, a, rewind. See, now's the point where if well, we have the gone. fancy equipment, I'd push a button and it'd be like, wee, wee, wee. All right, you know, well, we don't have that fancy equipment. So we don't. because Not, not everybody has a fancy microphone like Robert. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I know exactly what you mean. Dude, my microphone is super fancy. So anyways, you know, we both work secular jobs. And what we run into a lot is when you talk to people about church, you talk to people about God, they're immediately turned off. And the, the big reason I find they're turned off is because we get called different things such as hypocrite or two-faced. And, and the problem is it's, they just don't understand. And I'm at a point in my life where I finally finally realized that, okay, it's time to get intentional about what all's happening. Yeah. So what, um, I guess, so we're going to start each one of these segments, right? We're going to start with a little segment we're going to call asking for a friend, right? You've all had those moments where you're just talking with your buddy or you look on Facebook, you're scrolling through and all of a sudden it pops up and like at the very end, there's a tagline asking for a friend, right? So to start things off today, Adam, I have an asking for a friend question for you, okay? And it's, right. I think it's pretty funny. It may not be, but, you know, we'll see what happens. So my question to you is, what is the appropriate number of hours a day for a grown man to spend trying to make a lightsaber? Asking for a friend. You know, I got to tell you, uh, first off, that, uh, that really throws me for a loop because that's a random question. But... Can you repeat the question again, Alex? Yeah. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Is, are, we, are we coming up with like uh, call names now? Yeah. So uh, I guess I'm Alex. I'm going to call you Honcho. All right. All, All right, right, Honcho. So what is the appropriate number of hours a day for a grown man to spend trying to make a real lightsaber? Well, I got to tell you, you know, as a dad, I've got a 12-year-old who is super obsessed with Fortnite. And so I believe you reach a point where you say, I think an hour would be acceptable for a grown man to spend during his day trying to make a lightsaber. Okay. And that's per day, not like all together collectively. Yeah. I think it'd be okay to spend an hour on it. I mean, get up early. Don't take away, don't skip your family dinner for uh, your nerdiness. But yeah, I, I think, I think an hour, if that's what you're into, you know, you do you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So what about like collectively over time? Like if I do this for like 10 years, an hour a day, and I still haven't come up with a lightsaber, like. Well, I think at that point it's time to, uh, I'm going to be blunt and I'm going to be very upfront here. Yeah. No, that's the point of this podcast. It's time to get your life together. <laughs> Move out of your mom's basement and get your life together. Okay. Gotcha. I can get behind that. All right, you know? all right, so, so here we go. So you have one for me now. I've got it, I've right. got it. All right, and so here we go. All right. Let's say you're committed to serve on the tech team Sunday at church. 
But a better offer has come along, which would mean you would have to, like, skip, leave your team hanging. What do you do? You know, definitely asking for a friend. Right. Um, you know, so you've committed. I'm, I'm assuming uh, – so my local church, we use a thing called planning center where like you can confirm or decline appointments and all that, or opportunities to serve and all this stuff. Um, my philosophy is if it's confirmed green check and it's more than like four days before or after four days before, so like three or less days till the day, uh, you're there. And if you skip out, like you're off the team, like fire done, you know, now granted there's going to be conversations leading up to that too. So like, I guess, I guess like you have a conversation with a person and you're like, Hey, like this is something that can't happen. Like you're an adult, you should know this, you know? And then if it continues to happen, continues to happen, then you just schedule them less and less or ask them less and less to do it. And eventually they're just not going to care. I got to be honest. It's not the response I expected there. What kind of response did you expect from that? I have no idea. Gotcha. Gotcha. But, but I, but I hear you. Uh, you got all serious on me, Robert. Yeah, I mean, I can I can give like the goofy response of, "Oh, it's fine, whatever." Like, just let it happen. Okay, all right. I see what you did there. So, anyways, uh, enough with silly asking for a friend nonsense, Robert. Oh, God. Let's let's tell everybody who you are, what you do, and why you're here. What, I mean, where do you want me to start in that? Like, I hate those kind of questions because who you so, are? Who am I? I am uh, Robert, um, also known as Alex, apparently. Um, you know, I'm just a happy, jolly ginger kid that, uh, likes to play games and hang out with people and all that stuff. So what, what do you, what is your day job, Robert? Oh, my day job. Uh, well, first things first, I am a, I work for the United States Postal Service. Um, it's a very boring job if I had to say so. So, do you get chased by a lot of dogs? No, no, no. I'm actually, like, in an office. Like, technically, I'd like to make the joke that I am the postmaster of my post office. Well, if you're the only one in there, wouldn't that make you the postmaster? See, you would think so, but, like, I'm actually, like, a little office, and there's, like, a hub where a postmaster's actually at, so he's technically my boss. But, like, you know, I don't I don't think about that too, too often because, I mean, I, I pretty much run the post office that I work in. See, he's looking at me right now with like these gazing eyes, like I'm supposed to like do something at this point. But I, I mean, I thought that based on what we were doing, we were going to like run through a list of questions to one another and then flip the script. But he's wanting to flip the script now. So I guess, Adam, Adam, what what do you do for a living? Well, let's first start by hitting rewind. And let me just clear the air really quick in case my wife's listening. I've never looked at another man with... Gazing eyes. I uh, did not say gazing eyes. I said anger in your eyes. Oh, I heard glazing, uh, but de- glazing. maybe I don't know. We'll we'll rewind and yeah, it was gazing it for sure. If, uh, if it was gazing, I apologize. I didn't mean to say gazing. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Maybe it's like glaring or something. I don't know. He's just trying but to get me in trouble at home. I'm just. All. I'm trying to. I'm trying to dig the hole deeper for myself. You I know? got you. Well, put but, the shovel down. You struck right. water. Take a all snorkel right. and let's go. We're good. All right. So me. I am, <laughs> I am an insulator, period. I work for an insulation company. Uh, it's about as exciting as it gets. Uh, it's a great opportunity. Uh, blessed to have a job. And that's about it. 
So you go in and make people's houses warmer. We will hold up now. You just <laughs> you just tapped into it. We make their home more energy efficient, more comfortable, oh. and a more healthy place to be. Is that just what the tagline of your company says? or No, the tagline is your insulation expert. Oh, okay. Gotcha. See, I don't, I, because I don't understand it, I guess, I don't see how that makes your home healthier because like this i've seen the stuff you blow in those places and like it does not look healthy at all yeah you definitely don't want to breathe it in um that, how, that how often have you have you breathed it in before oh all the time so kind of back into the asking for a friend how uh, how much of that stuff can you breathe in before you pass out well i've never reached that point okay uh i'm a little yeah i'm a little too slow for that so okay. uh yeah i've never reached that point gotcha all right so I guess then moving into the next question we have here, uh, what do you think the import? What do you think the importance of being involved in a local church is? Like, All tell right. me a little bit about that. So, talking about the local church, let me let me clearly define the church first. Okay, I believe the local church is the body of believers. I believe that the local church is not the building down the road with a steeple. It's definitely a body body of believers. So when you ask me about the importance of being involved in that, I think it is huge. Not to quote uh, the president, but I think it's huge. Huge. Exactly. So it's so important because, and, and, I, and I, I can't reiterate enough, I'm at a point in my life where all of these things are kind of flashing at me like a strobe, and it is so important to be involved just with your local body of believers. So, like, for you personally, like, kind of on a more, a more personal level, you know, we're being upfront, we're being blunt about things. Like, for you personally, like, why do you think it's important for you to be involved? I think it's important for me to be involved because uh, just we as Christians have been called. We've all been called to be a part of a body of believers. And for me personally, I would have to say my personality is very introverted. It's very backwards. It's very... I'm totally fine sitting in my house every day of the week by myself. And that's just the way it's going to be. But what happens is I become inward focused. And I, I have just gone through a, a very uh, long time of depression and all of these different things that, that have set in. And coming out of that, it is so involved to, so involved, it's so important to constantly put myself in the midst of other believers in the local church to constantly be refueling, refueling, refueling. And so that, to me, that's, that's the gist of it. Gotcha. That makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. So same question back at you, Robert. Yeah. So I think like the overall importance, I think you hit the nail on the head, you know, like biblically we're called to be a part of a body of believers, you know, like that's not a suggestion. It's a, do this. It's a command, you know? Um, and in terms of like me personally, I think a lot of it's like accountability. Um, because like my, like the world tells us, you know, to go out and like party, get drunk, get high, like, you know, live life to the fullest that you possibly can. And I know that that's not the way that we need to be living, you know? And so church for me, like the body's kind of helped me to understand like, Hey, like that's not how we need to be living. We can get in a sense, we can get that high without having to use different substances. You know, it's all 
the Holy Spirit in us and moving through us. And I think a second thing, a lot of it's accountability, you know, because there are times where, you know, like I can accept Christ into my life and I can be like, you know what, I'm, we're good here. Like everything's good. Like Christ is in me. The Holy Spirit loves me, all this kind of stuff. But are you living that life, you know, and going to the church, like they help keep you accountable to living that life. You know, like if I post something on social media, you know, about like depression or anxiety or something like that, like I know that there's someone within my local church that will reach out to me and be like, Hey man, what's up? Do you need to talk? Like, you know, let's meet for lunch. Let's grab coffee, whatever the case is. So. Gotcha. So let's, let's move on here. And let me ask you, I want you to talk about the area that you choose to serve in within your local church and why? Yeah. So I, there's actually two areas in my church that I serve in. Um, I serve in the sound and media team. And I mean, this is pretty much a given starting this podcast up. Like I just enjoy doing things with technology. I love working with sound. I love working with lights. I love everything technological. And like, I almost, when I'm back there, I almost feel important because like, I feel like a service couldn't go on without having some form of a media team to it. Um, the second area that I serve in is our youth ministry. And the reason that I served in youth ministry is there was an individual when I was in high school that reached out to me and it was an organization called Young Life and their, their area director for our town. He reached out to me and we started talking and he basically introduced me to Christ. And I came to the consensus that it takes a strong adult leader to bring like bring someone to Christ, someone of a youth age to Christ. And a lot of youth these days, like once they leave, you know, church, once they graduate high school, go into college, they leave the local church, right? They completely disband the body, forget about it and move on with their life. And so the hope for me is that I can lead them to become followers of Christ, make that faith their own where they're not going to uh, leave after they graduate high school. I got you. I got so. you. So what about you? Like what areas do you, area or areas do you do you serve in? Well, mine gets a little in depth. All right. So, you know, I believe that in a church you have different forms of areas to serve in and God calls different people to do different things. God has called me into ministry. So, for me to serve um, as, as a greeter it would be very difficult for me because that's not what God's called me to do. What God has called me to do is I'm a worship leader. I'm a worship pastor. And I had a hard time with that for many years, uh, just trying to come to grips with the fact that that's what I did or that's what God was wanting me to do. So the area that I choose to serve in today is worship leader. Uh, it's just a part-time gig, if you want to call it a gig. I hate when people call them gigs because I am a... I'm a worship leader at heart. I want to lead worship uh, from the heart. I don't, I don't ever want anyone to take the stage who is self-focused. I want them to take the stage for the right reason. So I, I want to serve as the leader of a worship team is really what I want to do. And I, and I want to do that in the local church. And when I say I serve in a different way, it simply means that God called me into ministry. So over the past uh, several years or eight years, I could say, I've been a part of a lot of different ministries, a lot of different local churches. And to go from church to church to church, the, my family has really grown together in that. 
And so the area that I would choose to serve in would be exactly what God's called me to do. And that's what I would encourage everybody else to do, to find where your strengths are. And I, and I believe being that I am so introverted, I am so backwards that God uses our weaknesses as strengths. We become completely vulnerable if we enter into the unknown. And I feel like every time I take the stage with a worship team, I'm entering the unknown where I'm completely vulnerable and I surrender myself completely to Christ and I'm completely in his hands. And, you know, if my uh, mic wasn't connected to a boom stand right now, I, I would be dropping it because that's, I mean, that's like a mic drop there. Well, you know, that's a pretty expensive mic. Oh, yeah, no. Most so definitely. I probably wouldn't do that if I were you. Right. Um, but I, I like what you said there about how, like, you know, he uses your weaknesses as your strengths, you know, or turns your weaknesses into strengths. You said something along yeah. those lines. Because, um, like, for me, like, I'm one of those people that, like, I want to be up front. I'm extroverted. I want to be up in the front. And I'm serving in a media team, which is yeah. the farthest back you could be in a church, you know, like, quiet. You try not to be noticed in that area. So there's a, definitely a lot to that of, you know, wherever you feel like you can't do something, if God's calling you to go into that area, don't think, well, I've never done that. I can't do that. Like, go for it. You know, dive into it and see what happens. Um, so I guess, you know, you said you're an insulator full-time. That's your working career. And then you're a part-time worship pastor. Um, if you could have any job in the world, like all like there's no restrictions to anything. You don't have to have any kind of a resume, any kind of work experience, whatever. What job would you want to have? Well, Robert, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to give you the Sunday school church answer. Oh God, here we go. It's happening. <laughs> it's going down. I didn't know we were Sunday school on this podcast. Well, I'm going to take you back for just a minute. Okay. I truly want to be wherever God wants me to be. Oh my goodness. Okay, but if like, that could be anything, right? If it could be anything, if I could paint, like God came down to you and He said, "Adam, this is the one choice I'm going to let you make of where, wherever you want to go at this point. That's where I want you to be." All right, here's what it would be. It would be. Are you air drumming drum rolls over there? Listen, I'm telling you, we need a little soundboard that we can do this stuff with. All right, so so before I answer that, let oh, me just goodness. get to this. So me me and Robert, we we go to the same church, and as a worship leader, I, I get to see, uh, I get to witness the the congregation uh, worshiping uh, every Sunday. Way to be ambiguous about us being at the same church, Adam. So, <laughs> so during worship, a lot of times Robert really gets into what's happening. And the only way I know to describe how he does this is he air drums. Like you see a lot of people with, with, with hands in the air and you see a lot of people sway side to side. And, and some of the, the older men, they don't want to really get into it. So they just, they do the elbow like flat, you know, like they got wings going to the beat of the music. Well, Robert's over air drumming. And I tell you, it is such a joy to see because the dude is just worshiping and, and that's just how he does it. So as I said earlier in this thing, you be you, man. <laughs> you be you. And I have no idea what you even asked me. Wow. That's rude. Well, I saw you air That's drumming okay. and all That's I could okay. think of was... We're, we're, we're talking about dream jobs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
my dream job would be honestly uh, to work in a ministry where I was able to work with worship teams, uh, be it one or twenty, whatever it meant. But to be able to work with them, to be able to create teams of writers, so we could write worship songs in our local church. Because one thing, as a worship leader that I have seen, I have been in many, many different churches and many, many different venues. What you see is churches respond differently to different worship music. And you have to, whichever local church that you are serving in as a worship leader, you've got to find that, that area that your church responds to. And so I think it's so important that at this point to engage your church by putting a team of songwriters together. And who are the songwriters? I don't know, but <laughs> I really don't have a clue. But perfect job. We're talking in a perfect world. Right, here. right, right. I, I would work with worship teams. I would, I would, uh, I would write. I would write worship music, uh, not for self gain, uh, just to enhance worship for the local body. And that's really what I would do. I, I would focus all my time and energy on worship in the local church. And, and how can we better do that? How can we, how can we involve other people? How can we bring churches together? How can we bring unity to the body of Christ? And, and to be in a full-time role, doing it for a living would be a dream come true. Gotcha. Gotcha. That sounds, I mean, that's, that's a really, that would be a really awesome career to get into. I think I could dig it. Yeah. Now, 10 years ago, I wouldn't be saying that. I'd be like, yeah, I want to be like the number one home builder in Kentucky. Mm. No, I wouldn't have said that. I believe I was working <laughs> in an aluminum smelter Ooh. Uh, as a crane operator. So, yeah, there's that. But let me ask you, Robert, if yeah. you could have any job in the world, what would it be? Well, to go into the Sunday school answer here, you know, I, I want to go. Here where we go. <laughs> Listen, man, I mean, no, um, but with the, like the same stipulations, um, realistically, I would love to do something kind of like what we're doing here, you know, like run a podcast full time, like YouTube videos. Like I love editing videos. I love mixing audio, like just something within that realm. You know, I think that would be perfect for me because like, I've always seen like, and like, I feel like a part of it's because I'm still a little young and naive and, you know, I have that mindset of like, I want to be famous, you know? And so the thing is, is like, I've slowly shifted that because initially that's what it was. It was, I just want to be famous. I want to be the next big person. I want to be the next big thing, you know? But I've slowly shifted that to like, okay, so once I get to that thing, right, how can I use that platform for God? You know, cause you see people all the time who are on these huge platforms. You know, you have like PewDiePie, you have Jake Paul, you know, all those people on YouTube, people that do podcasts, and, like, none of them are really sharing the gospel message with people, you know? I mean, Jake Paul lights things on fire and beats people up, you know, talks bad about people, starts all kinds of drama. Like, where are the good people in this world, you know? And I feel like that's where a lot of, you know, a lot of, like, my heart for, like, youth come in is, you know, those are the people that are watching those videos or little kids and, you know, teenagers. And you have to get, you know, if they're watching those people – what are they learning from those people? You know, and I want to be that person except giving the right message to them. That's some good stuff there, Robert. Some yeah. good stuff. So you kind of already answered it, but being this is episode one of our launch, why podcast? 
Um, yeah, for me, I think podcasting is the easiest thing. Like, I would love to do, I think they're called vlog casts, where you like video and podcast. But I mean, as many issues as we kind of ran into tonight getting this set up, I'm glad we just did audio and not video and audio. Yeah, I think it's really good because a couple years, like last year, I bought this microphone. I'll go ahead and say it. It's a Shure SM7B. You know, you can go ahead and make your little joke about that. But um, I bought this last year and I wanted to start like a, kind of a solo podcast, but I never had the motivation or the desire to do that myself. And so, you know, I feel like that's one of those things where, you know, it's never in our timing, it's in God's timing, you know, because like I would mention podcasts around people and they'd be like, yeah, it'd be cool to be on one and like never wanted to plan it out, you know. And then, of course, you know, God brought you to our church and I said that I had a sure and you're like, you have sure SM7B. And I was like, yeah, like it's, is it that big of a deal? Like, that's the greatest mic I've ever seen. And I know you hate the mouth noises and I apologize for getting that close to my mic. And I was like, I was like, yeah, like I wanted to start a podcast and you're just like, dude, a podcast would be cool. And I'm like, yes, let's do that. You know? And so like, you're the first person that like I've mentioned it to and you've actually like mentioned it again and like, Hey, let's meet up and plan this. And Hey, let's do this. I mean, I think it was like last Thursday we met up and like plan this and here it is Tuesday. We're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just kind of seeing what happens. And I mean, that's part, that's the big reason. One, I didn't want this investment to go to waste is a big reason for it. But I mean, two, like it's an opportunity to share that gospel out to people. And like one thing that like, I don't want to happen in this is I don't want it to feel like we're shoving the gospel down people's throats. Right. You know, that's not what I want in this. I just want to, I want our attitude and our mannerisms to show like, Hey, like this is the gospel lived out. Right. I I think, uh, just kind of echo what you said. I think it's so important that we just be a voice. We'd be a voice to say that we are not your stereotypical believers because we're just not. We we want to be real. We want to get up front, and that's what we're here to do. And and I love I love podcasts. I got to be honest. It wasn't until about a month ago that I ever actually listened to one. And my wife, she's like, "You've got to listen to this podcast. It's so amazing. You've got to listen to this podcast." And I'm like, "Okay, what is it?" And I don't want to use the name on here, but it rhymes with Doctor Phil. So <laughs> I, I decided. Okay, I was like, "Okay, I'll listen to it." So I listened to it, and it kind of opened my eyes to a whole new world. And as a worship leader, I'm constantly on there searching for these different things. And we just want to be a voice. We want to be upfront. We want to be real. And I think a podcast is a great way to do that. Because for me, I listen to a podcast driving down the road. With my job, I might go from site to site. And I just throw my throw an earbud in, find me a podcast that's about the time that my travel will be, and I listen to it. And, and that's what I hope we, we can obtain here. It's not for, for personal selfish gain. Obviously, we... We, we fought some equipment here tonight, and we fought it till we were blue in the face. And I think we got it going, but I promise it will only get better. And, that, and that's the hope for us, is that it'll truly get better. Um, so just to kind of give you guys a little bit of like, you know, like tonight's been a good representation of it. But we definitely plan to bring more people in to interview more people, um, just ask them about their daily lives. Um, we're not just going to have, you know, like, Christians on that we interview like we're gonna you know bring some people in who maybe aren't believers and like 
try to like figure out what they believe and, you know, maybe find some common ground in that, you know, um, you know, figure out, you know, like what is it that turned people off to the church so much? You know, is it the fact that it's known for hypocrisy? Is it the fact that they don't want to get up on Sunday mornings? You know, what's that come into? Um, but the layout's going to kind of be the same as what this podcast was. We're going to start off with a couple like asking for a friend questions just because those are just some funny things. So if you guys have any asking for a friend questions, feel free to submit them in whatever comment section. I don't know where we're going to upload this at this point, but feel free to submit them in whatever comment section there is, or, um, you can just email. We'll, we'll get an email set up and let you know in the next one where you can email your asking for a friend questions. And outside of that, I mean, we're going to go in, just interview. We're going to try to keep these down to, I don't know. A short amount of time. Yeah, yeah, pretty short. Like we I'm, don't a, want I'm you, a technical guy, so I'll say a short amount of time. Right, we don't want you like dragging on into work and like you look down at the podcast and there's like three hours left to go on it. You know, that's not yeah. the intent. Yeah, well, it's kind of like what I tell worship teams a lot. I like to take the KISS approach to everything in my life. Have you ever heard of the KISS approach? No, I haven't. Okay, so the KISS approach, with all due respect, is KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. Oh, so I like my it. my whole life, I just take the kiss approach and and w- and we just make it happen. Gotcha. So the thing is, so after we interview the person, after we get through, you know, with the questions, talking with them, we're gonna end each segment with just a random question that comes out of nowhere, and it's either gonna be, I think it's gonna be us asking the person, right? So for tonight's podcast, I'm gonna be asking you this random question. All right. And you aren't prepared for this stuff. We kind of prepared for the asking for a friend stuff. Like, yeah. knew we were going to ask that. You have no clue what this question I'm is going to be. I'm a little terrified right now. So, what inanimate object do you wish you could eliminate from existence? Okay, I went to a county school. So, define inanimate object. Um, An object that... <laughs> Really? He's looking at me going, is he serious or not? I can't tell. Um, so it's like an object that's not animated. Like people are animate objects. Rocks are inanimate objects. Does that clarify oh. a bit? Oh. So just an object. Yeah. That has no feelings. Exactly. Is that what, is that what you're telling me right yeah, now? Yeah. No blood, no heartbeat, nothing like that. Like just an inanimate object. Okay. Um, Legos. Why? You ever stepped on one in the dark? Yeah. And you don't immediately say these should be banished from everything? No, I don't think so. You're a strange, strange little man. Very, very strange individual. Do you have any random question for me? Will? Catch me off guard here. All right, you ready? I am 100% ready. When it comes to chili, noodles or no noodles? Oh, gosh. I don't want to ruin our friendship if I answer this wrong. Um... See, it, it depends. What kind of noodles are we talking about? Like, because my grandma, when she makes chili or like vegetable soup, or she puts like macaroni noodles in it. And I don't like that. That don't fly with me. Spaghetti noodles. Like spaghetti noodles. I'm okay with spaghetti noodles and chili. Okay. Well, I understand. Is that, I mean, are, are we still friends after that answer? Or? Yeah, we're still friends. Okay, so you like the noodles in your chili too? I, I, I like it either way. Either way? Okay. Either way. Gotcha. As long as there's no chunks of tomatoes, I'm good. Oh, we may be different than that. I'm okay with We the need chunk. to reevaluate this friendship. I'm okay with a chunk of tomatoes every now and again. You can't have like 12 chunks in a bowl. Well, we'll save this for another podcast, Cooking with Robert. Exactly. 
So, I mean, how are we closing these things out? It's like, time for us to get out of here. It is. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, hopefully we'll have another one up next week and another one the week following that. We're going to try to do this weekly. We may even get to the point that we're doing it like two times a week or maybe even a daily pot. I'm just kidding. We're Nowhere near a daily Calm podcast down. right now. <laughs> Calm I'm just, yourself. I'm excited. I love this. But anyways, yeah. Thank you guys for watching. Or watching. Can you tell I do YouTube occasionally? <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Um, leave your asking for a friend questions in the comment. Let us know what you think. What you guys want to see. Or see. YouTube. I hate this. How about I take over yeah, here, you, Robert? You take over this. closing this out. All right. You guys just be looking and waiting for the next episode.